coming up today on In the News, politicizing the Fort McMurray wildfires. And I sat down with Lucas Razan from Prairie Cat Productions on their up-and-coming comedy film. Thank you for joining us on In the News. I am Kayla Gelman, and as always, Mr. Brady Knight. Glad to be here. Glad to be back with a slightly different feel, a little bit of a refresh to the podcast, Kaylee. Yeah, you and me have stayed the same, but we're slightly changing up the podcast a bit. Expect from now on to have a release date of Mondays, so you can kind of keep track of it a bit better. And we're hoping to be doing one every other week now, so you'll be hearing more of us. It'll be fantastic. Uh, Looking forward to it. Uh, But Kaylee, the thing all over the news for the past little while has, of course, been the Fort McMurray wildfires. And there has been a huge reaction online. And before we get into what we were going to say, like plenty of positive reaction and plenty of great people, but also a lot of people trying to take advantage of the situation and just coming off as not very nice, for lack of a better term right now. Well, your your intro into this topic explains everything politicizing Fort Mac, politicizing tragedy. And that is exactly what has been going on basically since day one of when we found out about these fires. And things are slowly getting better each day, which is good to hear. Although now there have been other fires that have been popping up across um, Western Canada. But at least, you know, people, what the premier went and looked at Fort Mac now. So they're allowing certain people to go in so there's some positive there but like you said the online backlash that's happening to not only the Alberta government with Rachel Notley but the federal government and uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has been I'm like I'm I'm sometimes I'm speechless to see that people are taking a god-awful tragedy and are using it as a way to put themselves up on this pedestal and bitch about the government. Like, what are you doing, people? And you've got people who, you got some people on so far out of it, they are going so far as to actually blame Notley and Trudeau for the fires, which is, of course, preposterous and ridiculous and completely out there. And If you have scientific evidence that, that can back this up, please send it to me. I would love to read wherever you're getting this information from. Otherwise, this is absolutely berserk and then of course you have the environmental activist people who many of course are super respectful of the situation and are being fantastic human beings and then you have the not so fantastic people who are basically saying karma for having a town basically funded by oil sands which is of course again there was over 80,000 people displaced from their homes You have families on that. I would not wish that on anybody, to be leaving a town on such short notice, not knowing if your house was going to burn or not, sometimes leaving with your family spread out. There were some students who, just as recently as even yesterday, still had not been reunited with their parents. And it's, I can't even imagine going through a situation like that, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. No, and you know... It's, this is a time to, if this is what you're saying about these things, put yourself into these people's shoes and try to just slightly imagine what they're going through. Are you really still 
after thinking about, oh my God, what, what about if this is me? What about if I don't have a home to go to? I lost everything. My kids can't go to school. I don't even know where the rest of my family is. How am I going to make it home? And are you still going to be raising up that this is their fault for the oil sands or this is the government's fault because we elected a liberal government into power? Like smarten up people. It's disgusting to listen to people complain and complain about a natural tragedy. This is mother nature at her finest doing what she does every single summer. It's just being more apparent because it went into a town. So this happens every year. You can't blame it on people for this. Well, although slightly some of it you can because some of them were um, man-made fires, but that's a whole different thing. And of course, also on top of all this, you have people who are already trying to critique the response to this and also the response of uh, the governments, particularly uh, the federal government as well. Yeah, and this is something that's been really bothering me the past couple days. Um, It has been announced now that Trudeau will be going out to Fort Mac on Friday, but a lot of people are very upset that he hasn't been out already. But we, there's one thing that really we need to remember. This guy still has a whole other country that he has to run. What is he going to do if he goes out into Fort Mac when no one else is allowed to be in there? He's just going to be a nuisance to the first responders who are trying to do their job to make sure no one else gets hurt, nothing else gets damaged. Why do we need a, um, a political figure in a suit out in the middle of all this? What's going to happen? What is he going to do? Absolutely nothing. Let him do his job until the timing is right, until people are allowed to be going back. Then he can go. And then this is the time where the government should be really stepping up is the aftermath part. And that's what you should be focusing on. And that's exactly it. I completely believe that politicians coming into an active situation don't serve any useful purpose. They're tying up resources. They're simply distracting from the issues that really need to be immediately dealt with. And in all honesty, they can probably do more behind their desks back in Ottawa or wherever they may be than actually standing there in the middle of the disaster. So earlier this week, Kaylee had the chance to sit down with Lucas Frizen of Prairie Cat Productions about their new upcoming comedy movie called Talent. I'm joined with Lucas Frizon, founder of Prairie Cat Productions. Thanks for coming to hang out today. Thanks for having me. All right, so Prairie Cat Productions, where did you come up with this name? Um, well, obviously, I'm a prairie boy, so I just started building something around Okay, it's got to be Prairie something, Prairie something. What goes together? Well, I have two cats running around. Prairie cat, that works. <laughs> All right, so what about, um, you don't do this just solely on your own. You have some help. Um, yes, I, I founded Prairie Cat Productions. Um, so it is, like, it is my own company but for all my film projects I always have um, different producers and a lot of helping hands so it is um, making films is obviously a collaborative thing so there's always a lot of other people on board all right so now you have a new film that uh, is on the way of getting to production called talent can you tell a little bit about that yeah um, talent is gonna be my first feature film Um, I wrote it uh, with a friend of mine starting about a year ago. So Talent follows 
uh, high school senior Kaylee. Um, she is obsessed with everything hockey and she has these dreams of, of making it big basically, but she's just not very good at playing it. Um, so what happens in the film is that one of Kaylee's high school teachers ends up getting her help to organize a fundraiser and Kaylee puts together a world record attempt for the world's longest floor hockey game. Um, so what we're doing for the film is we're actually going to attempt to break the record that Kaylee breaks in the film. Obviously, this film is about me because the main lead is the same name as me. <laughs> Where did this idea come from? Um, I just uh, started building it around the idea that I thought it would be really cool to have uh, like a, rec a world record attempt in a film, but then actually break that. So we're kind of um, following following a path a little bit similar to the main character as we go through the production of the film, which I thought would be uh, pretty cool. So now before you get to a point like that, there's a lot of lot that's going on for the pre-production. So what can you tell about what uh, what's happening right now? Um, so right now we're crowdfunding for the project. Um, we have an Indiegogo campaign. Um, so basically we're raising um, some money for the production. Obviously it's not going to be, we're not going to make the entire movie based on this funding. It's just uh, helping us out um, along with grants and sponsorship and some other things. But um, for the Indiegogo campaign, um, people can contribute uh, to the to the film and they can get cool perks like tickets to the premiere they can participate in the world record attempt even um, so yeah it's we have a lot of info about the movie on there um, and people can really get involved in and get behind the project have you been getting uh, getting lots of sponsors have you been getting a lot of people contributing to the film yeah we we are about about halfway through the campaign so we got two weeks left and we're at 60% of our goal so we're getting really close and we have some good momentum in the campaign um, but we we it's important to keep it going and, and really keep the ball rolling as we uh, come into the final days and how much more time do people have to help contribute? They have about 15 days, so a little over two weeks. It's, um, it's well, actually it is two weeks exactly because it's going to end on a Wednesday. So they can find the campaign at uh, Indiegogo.com slash projects slash talent. And every donation helps, like even $5 goes a long way in, in making the project come to life. Now, are there are there ways that people can still help out while while the film gets into production part? Yeah, totally. We're always looking for things like uh, background extras. Um, lots of scenes, like the world records scenes, for instance, are going to need people in the stands. Uh, you know, cheering cheering on the players and things like that. It just makes the the movie seem a lot more authentic. Um, other things like catering is a big one. Um, even food to feed the cast and crew for for a day or half a day or you know uh, beverages that kind of thing it goes a long way in um, helping us get through production because it's a lot of moving parts mm -hmm. so now this isn't the first film that you have done you've done a couple other films since you've graduated from the University of Regina obviously over the past few years Saskatchewan has been it's been a little t difficult for the film industry, um, especially a few years ago with the tax credit that was cut for a bit. How has the journey been for your film career over over the years? 
Um, yeah, that um, the film tax credit was cut when I was just in my second year of university. So it was, it was, you know, a big deal. And as I went through school and started to meet some more people, a lot of, of these professionals that were working in the industry started to move away from Saskatchewan. So um, it kind of, in a way, it was starting over and starting from scratch. So it is, and even for this production now, it is tough because so many people have moved away. There's not as much uh, opportunity for for funding here. Um, so it's really about finding people that are dedicated and have stayed here and love film enough that they want to see a project that they believe in through to the end. It's nice to see that that even after all that, there are still local companies that are that are coming up, really helping out the film industry here in Saskatchewan and just really focusing on being local. Yeah, um, totally. Um, and projects like this, you know, they couldn't be made without without help from from companies that are interested in, you know, sponsoring just food or, or gift cards or anything like that, because, um, you know, they just believe in our community and in supporting each other. So, again, that's a big part of this project, like with the whole world record attempt, we really want to make it a community thing. You know, it's not just something for for the arts community or for the hockey community it's a lot bigger than that and if uh, we want to really get people behind it and and come together with this cool idea so when can we hear about uh, production starting up um, so production is going to start in july we're going to shoot most of july um, we have 17 shooting days planned for the film in july so um you know, it's about two months away, but that two months is going to fly by. So it's it's going to be here really soon. Um, and as we get closer, we're going to be obviously posting a lot of updates on our website and social media pages and things like that. So um, if people at any point want to hear more about the project personally or want to get involved, they can even email us at uh, talentskfilm at gmail.com and, and we're more than happy to to bring people on board or answer any of their questions. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Lucas, for coming on this show today. Make sure to keep your eyes open for Prairie Cat production and the up-and-coming film Talent. Thanks, Kaylee. Alrighty, Kaylee, time for Hot or Not. This week in the news, who is hot and who is not? Well, obviously for my hot this time around, you got to give a pat on the back to everyone that's been involved for the Fort Mac fires, all the first responders, everyone that's volunteered, everyone that's made um, contributions to Red Cross, any involvement in Fort Mac that's helped make people's lives just a little bit better during this tragedy good job on you. Keep up the good work. Some of you guys are putting your own life in danger to do your job and we cannot give you guys enough thanks for what you've been doing. Uh, So yeah, you guys right now, good on you. On the other end, my not so hot, um, completely uh, different topic. Any of you sports fans, especially NBA basketball, Toronto Raptor fans, you know exactly what I'm going to dig into. Game uh, three, that was this past Saturday against the Miami Heats. Dwayne Wade, 
he was continuing on his pre-game shooting while the Canadian National Anthem was playing. Ah, oh, come on, How bud. disrespectful can you be? Come on, guy. Get to, like, get it together. He's in there saying that it was throwing, like, having the extra, extra anthem was throwing him off. That, um, something like that. He's not a disrespectful person or anything like that. But I'm thinking, you know what? Stop being ignorant. That is just being plain disrespectful to the other team, to your neighboring country above. We show you the respect during your national anthem. Show us the respect during our national anthem. And just, I don't know, get it together, man. That was that was pretty dumb. So, it's literally like a minute and a half of yeah, music. You can't just pause for two minutes. You don't even have to sing it. You don't even have to think about it. I don't care what you're thinking about. Just give us the respect for our national anthem. That is all we are asking. And then maybe you won't be a very hated man right now. Because you know what? You kind of are. So you, Mr. Dwayne Wade, you are not very hot right now. Sorry to break it to you. Brady, your turn. Well, continuing on on the not side. And I don't know. This always seems to come up every once in a while for me. But people driving. And more particularly, (laughs) people driving who are merging. Oh, there, there's no. a key to merging that I don't think gets grasped by a lot of people, which is the whole, like, you actually have to get up to the speed in the merge lane of the traffic that you're going into. So, I don't know, on Circle Drive here in Saskatoon, there's one spot coming off of college, uh, getting on to Circle South or East or whatever it is. I don't even know the directions on here. Whatever. <laughs> Brady is mad right now. And people merge like they try, they they don't get up any speed. They go to like 60 and then they're trying to merge into this 90 zone. And it's just, A, it's dangerous. B, it's frustrating. C, it backs everything up. And it's just like, it's one of like the main things they teach you in like (laughs) driver's ed and stuff. But do you know what's even worse with that is the people who don't, who actually stop in the merging area to let everyone go by and then they go, they will actually stop like, what are you guys doing? Oh, see, Brady, you need to be teaching driver's ed. I think you get it through people's head. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're not going to even go there. But anyways, moving on from something that is pretty small uh, to something that has just been amazing, and it's going back to the Fort Mac wildfires, and hot this week is WestJet for getting so many people out of the Fort Mac area, getting a bunch of oil workers out, getting out a bunch of evacuees, um, getting free tickets to people, getting people out of that situation. They allowed people to bring animals on board. There was one flight that I saw a couple of tweets with pictures from, and you could see like upwards of 10 dogs uh, just in those (laughs) couple ones. And they were all on the plane with their owners, everybody getting out of there, everybody pulling together, which was just fantastic to see. Um, And I know there was some... Uh, concerns with Air Canada and people attacking Air Canada. What seemed to happen there was their automatic system took over when lots of people were trying to book flights out and therefore the prices for those flights were inflated and nobody from Air Canada seemed to think soon enough anyways to override that. Um, And so it, it was a really unfortunate situation, but big props to WestJet for stepping up and doing what they always seem to do, the right thing, being great people and really showing what it's like to be just a great Canadian in such stressful circumstances. 
Alrighty, so that does it for this episode, episode 10, Kaylee, of In the News, and our first episode with a slightly different format. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Me and Brady are very excited about it. We've, we've been doing a lot of thinking, a lot of planning, and thank you once again for everyone that's been uh, keeping on listening, because yeah, episode 10, that's pretty exciting. Look at us, double digits. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> we have one more announcement that will be coming in the up and coming weeks near the end of the month so stay tuned i am not going to tell you what it is yet because that makes you have to come and listen to us again (laughs) but it's including more growth from in the news and we are so happy so excited to be continuing on with this we look forward to many many more episodes to come and many many more discussions of brady and saskatoon driving Uh, In the meantime, don't forget you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at InTheNewsYQR. Our website is InTheNewsYQR.blogspot.ca and you can also subscribe on iTunes. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Let Let us know what you think of the new shortened up format, but you'll be hearing more of us. Once again, this is Brady Knight and Kaylee Gelman. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.